Welcome to the Eddie Hyde Podcast. I'm your host and teacher, Eddie Hyde, coming to you from Grapevine, Texas, about two miles from the entrance to the Dallas-Fort Worth International Airport. Hey, uh, I want to start a new series today on spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. Yeah, there's a uh, there's a lot of uh, stuff going around today, kind of a resurgence of interest in the devil and demons and deliverance and spiritual warfare. And uh, uh, Sue and I have had a lot of experience and research and teaching in this area. So I wanted to share with you what we know and what we have learned that I believe will be a great blessing to you. And, uh, and I believe even will protect you from extremes that always pop up uh, when something, uh, a new emphasis comes along. Um, it's clear from the Bible that, that there is a spiritual warfare. I mean, even in the Old Testament, uh, we have spiritual forces at work and the devil and, and uh, demonic spirits and evil spirits and so on. And we see Jesus continually encountering uh, you know, Satan himself, there in the wilderness, and he's continually confronting demons. I think of, of the person who was um, possessed or demonized by a legion of demons. I said demonized because the word possessed, which the King James uses, is actually not in the Greek. It literally speaks of people being demonized. And I said, uh, you know, maybe possession is a a, a good translation of that, um, but a person can be demonized on different levels and to different extents, which we'll get in, into at a, in a later time. Uh, but I want to just establish the fact, yes, uh, we are in a spiritual warfare, and um, we, we have Halloween coming up next month, and I've noticed some, some stores are already promoting Halloween, and I thought, my goodness, is, is Halloween replacing Christmas? Uh, here, here it is two months away, and they're already bringing out their their decoration, their promotions, and their sales for all, you know, for their witches and goblins and all this sort of thing. So, folks, yes, we are definitely in a, a, a time of spiritual darkness and spiritual warfare, and we need to understand who we are. We need to understand who our God is, what he has done for us in Christ. We need to understand who the enemy is. Let me just read a, a passage, a I think a, uh, what would you call it? It would be maybe one of the most important, clearest statements in the New Testament about spiritual warfare. And Paul speaks of this. I'm reading in Ephesians 16. He says, finally be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you can take your stand against the devil's schemes. Yeah. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood. If it's not against flesh and blood, who's it against? Well, spirit beings, the devil, demons. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Wow. Very clear statement. Now today, what I want to emphasize in this, in this spiritual battle I want to emphasize the new birth. The understanding the new birth is so very critical and important if we are going to have consistent victory 
over the forces of darkness that are opposing us. And so let's read the passage. We'll begin with a passage in 2 Corinthians 5, 17. It says, if anyone is in Christ, he, and that's also she, is a new creation. In other words, they, they have a new identity. It's a new creation. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things have become new. Our new identity in Jesus Christ must become a very real reality, not just some nice little scripture that we quote at times or a doctrine, but a but but a, a reality in our lives that we are a new creation. We're we we are part of a new people, part of a new family. And and I've said this before, traveled in many parts of the world. One of the most remote places I ever visited and preached was in a little village in northeast India called Lake Nangrim in the Tossi Hills, the foothills of the Himalayas. And we drove for three hours. I was on a bus filled with people that was going to this conference. And there were a couple of other buses. And we stopped in the, the middle of the, the hills in the forest and got out. And then we trekked for, I think it was at least two hours and here in this remote village with no no roads, no cars, no electricity, <laughs> uh, no no bathrooms, no sewage systems, I was there for three days, a three-day conference. But you know what? I, I, most of the people there could not speak English. And, and I was the first white person that many of them had ever seen because they were so uh, isolated there in the Kasi Hills. But you know what? I felt closer to those people than I feel to the non-Christians around me in Grapevine, Texas, because it was very, it is very real to me, and it was real to them that we are new creations. We're part of a of a new race, part of a new people, the people of God, the family of God. Wow! And uh, so. So this is a very real thing. If anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. Old things have passed away, and behold, all things have become new. Now, you may say, well, what does that have to do with spiritual warfare? Well, it's this. The Bible tells us that this present world is under the dominion of darkness. I believe it's in Galatians chapter 1. Let me see if I can turn over and find that because it's so very important. Uh, or that Paul refers to Satan as the God, little g, as the God of this world. And, and it's speaking of his overriding influence in this world. Uh, so I'm, I'm turning over. I, uh, I don't have to find it, but if, if it is there, I'll uh, want to share it with you. Galatians, Galatians, I think it's chapter one or chapter two. However, let me just mention this. Jesus also referred to, to Satan as the prince of this world. This is in John, I think it might be, might be chapter 14. Uh, he referred to Satan as the prince of this world. Now, listen to this. Paul says of Jesus in Galatians chapter 1, I'm reading verse 4, he gave himself for our sins that he might deliver us from this present evil world or age according to the power that is in us. Now, it's somewhere right in here where that Satan is also called 
the God of this world. Let me just look quickly here and see if I see it. Do you know what? I, I think it's, I think I'm mistaken. I think it's over in first Corinthians. So uh, I hope you, you don't mind bearing with me for just a moment here. Uh, but he is referred to, well, you can get your concordance out and you can look it up where Paul refers to Satan as being the God of this world. And um, little g, of course, little g. And it just simply means he has an overriding influence. Now, what I want to, to show you now, though, is in Colossians, it speaks of those who have been born again by the Spirit of God. And this is one of the benefits of being born again by the Spirit of God. Colossians chapter 1, verse 13 says, He, speaking of Jesus Christ, has delivered us from the power of darkness. You see, if we're not in Christ, we are under the influence and the power of darkness. Now, I know there, there's some good, decent people who are not Christians, um, outwardly at least, but to one degree or another, every person who is not in Christ is under the power and the dominion of darkness, of Satan. And so for those of us who have come to Christ and yielded ourselves to him, verse 13 says, he has delivered us from the power of darkness. Some translations say from the dominion of darkness. The Greek word is exousia. It means the authority. He has delivered us from the authority of Satan, from the authority of darkness. And, and I'm reading the New King James, and has conveyed us into the kingdom of the Son of His Son. That word convey, it also means transferred. Do you see that? He has delivered us from the authority of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of the Son of His love. We are no longer a part. We're no longer under the authority of that dark kingdom, of that system of darkness over which Satan presides. No, we've been delivered from his dominion. We are now a part of the kingdom the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And Satan has no right, no dominion, no authority over us. Now, this is so important that we understand our rights and privileges as a born-again new cre creation in Christ Jesus because we're part of a new kingdom and there are rights, privileges, and benefits that come with being a part of this kingdom. And we must know those if we are going to be an overcomer in this spiritual battle and warfare that we are presently in. As our longtime friend Valerie Owen used to say, she had this on her letterhead many years ago. She's now up in her 90s, and we were just recently had lunch with Valerie. But anyway, this, this was her, her motto, know your rights and stand your ground. Know your rights and stand your ground. Folks, if you put your faith in Jesus Christ, you are a new creation. You have been transferred up from under the authority of darkness, and you've been transferred into the kingdom <laughs> of the Son of the living God. You belong to Him. Satan has no claim on your life. Yeah, we've got to know our rights and stand our ground. And tomorrow, 
we're going to continue talking about this. So be sure and, and join us tomorrow. God bless. Bye-bye.